Welcome back to the Fun Size Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten, and today I am joined by my petite partner in crime, Miss Jessica Uthi, who's going to share her experiences as a vegetarian bodybuilder and also as a vegan. But before we dive into the episode, please make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to get your weekly dose of petite empowerment and get ready for valuable, practical, short girl-friendly health, beauty, and general life tips from me and my fellow Fun Size friends who are killing the game as well. And without any further ado, let's just dive right on into the conversation. Yeah, so in the beginning of this year, 2022, I did some market research and I was just trying to figure out what my audience, what the petite community needs now, like post-pandemic, like what's changed, like where are people at? And so with that, I had a lot of ask for like more plant-based recipes and foods. And they wanted to hear from someone who was vegan, vegetarian, um, but specifically someone who was petite, vegan, vegetarian. So I reached out to like all of my contacts in the nutrition world with like anybody who had anything plant-based in their name. I even reached out to a former vegan bodybuilder who I knew of. She was a figure competitor and um, didn't hear anything back from here, unfortunately. But all the girls that I reached out to were like, hey, like I'm looking to interview a vegan or vegetarian. And I'm just curious, like, how tall are you? (laughs) That was kind of like my requirement. It may sound weird, but. (laughs) Right. That's the make or break kind of thing. And everyone was over five, four. I'm like, shit, I don't know what to do. So I reached out to like friends who aren't in the nutrition world. And I would be like, I know you have a lot of petite followers. I know that you're in the petite community. Do you know anybody who is a vegan or vegetarian and is petite? And they're like, um, not off the top of my head, but I can ask around. And so I got nothing like this was February to April, maybe like of me trying to find somebody and just like not finding anybody to talk to about this. And to tell you the truth, like it slipped my mind. I never in a million years would have thought to ask you because I seriously still cannot believe that you were a vegan or a vegetarian bodybuilder. Cause to me, that's just like, I don't understand how that happens. Like it is just crazy to me. I had friends when I was in the competition world where like they were vegan or vegetarian But the thing is to me, they were older. And so they had a lot of muscle maturity and prior to going vegan, they did eat meat. So like, I felt like they had a foundation and then they went vegan vegetarian. So they had that to kind of build on a foundation almost. I'm not really sure, but anyway. Well, and I did, you say that I've, I have known a few bodybuilders that for prep, which I don't know, prep is miserable anyway, but for prep, they would go vegetarian. Interesting. Gives you a different look. I don't know what kind of look it gives you. Um, I looked my best when I was eating chicken, but also it was cheaper to feed me (laughs) when I got to that point. But um, I was, I was a vegetarian before it was like trendy or it was cool. There is a documentary that I watched when I had probably just got out of college 
weirdly we end up like you know when you just get on Netflix and then you you just find a doc I don't know why I always find these like kind of off the wall documentaries and I'm like this is interesting let's watch it so I'd never in any intention had any intention of watching this um but food inc that's what it was called food inc I do highly recommend it it's amazing that changed my whole look on the food industry which is why I started going vegetarian so was this pre signing up for your bodybuilding competition this was 7 years before I was a bodybuilder so I had prior to my first show, I had been a vegetarian for seven years. And it's funny because then like after two shows, my coach was just like, you know, like I was his little pain in the ass because I was a vegetarian and I was, he was like, you know, it would just be a lot easier if you could eat meat. Like it would be a lot easier. He just kept saying that. And it didn't hit me until my off season when I was eating a ton that I was like, you know, he is kind of right. Like (laughs) it would be a lot easier if I ate meat because it's expensive. I mean, I was eating 2,300 to 2,500 calories and I'm five foot. Um, and I mean, I was a wall of muscle. I did have a different look, but prior to bodybuilding, I had started, (laughs) I watched that food Inc. It's a hard documentary to watch in parts. And I'm not one of those people that I'm like, I know I'm going to you know, I'm not here to be like, I'm saving all the animals and I'm saving the world. No, but I was like, you know, we should have a little more respect for our food. You get to see parts of the meat industry that are kind of dirty, that um, doesn't have respect for the animal. And I would always tell people like, if my dad would go hunting or if like Zach would go hunting and they would bring back a deer, I wouldn't mind doing that because like, you know, where your food's coming from, you know, who killed it. Like, there's just more to it. There's more respect to that. But yeah, so Food Inc. changed my whole outlook. Um, and just seeing what that industry is doing to the surrounding environment was kind of tough too. I was like, wow, I don't want to be a part of that. So like, yeah, am I a drop in the bucket? Sure. But like, I'm not going to spend money knowing, you know, that whatever chicken farm is using these like poor conditions for chickens and stuff like that. Like, and then like the housing and all that is just gross. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm not gonna put my money to that. And I know that like, at least I know that I'm helping in some kind of way, which is why I started being a vegetarian. And so that was, that was like 11 years ago. So that was like your early, that was all of your twenties, basically. That was all of my Mm twenties that you were vegetarian. That I was vegetarian. Can we briefly just explain the difference between yes. vegetarian and veganism right now? Because I feel like sometimes it's, it's not properly used. <laughs> They're not. And, um, and a lot of times, like a new term, <laughs> again, when I, it's just like in, in the span of 10 years, how this, how everything has changed. So being a vegetarian is, I guess, wait, let's explain vegan first because it's easier. Sure. Vegan, um, you're not allowed to have any products made by an animal. That includes honey. That includes like leather shoes, leather purses. They have like a more lifestyle kind of view on it. Whereas if you're a vegetarian, you'll still like, you know, some of my sneakers are leather or, you know, stuff like that. You can still have honey and at that point I was like, I'm not giving up honey. <laughs> like I just, you need a little something. So it's basically like not 
animal meat? Like as a vegetarian, you can have eggs. Right. Um, that's actually a dip. So within vegetarian, there's these like subcategories. Like pescatarian and. Like pescatarian um, and ovo vegetarian, which is the eggs. Okay. Um, because I was an ovo vegetarian, but then like people always classified me. And like when I go to restaurants, I will get vegan dishes because I'm severely lactose intolerant. So like I cannot have any milk, cream, cheese, any of that. Like it literally makes me so sick. So people always thought that I was vegan because I was not the dairy aspect of the vegetarian. Um, so like describing these rules really like it's a lot. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. So it was like, I, you know, I'm an ovo vegetarian. So when I started bodybuilding, I ate a lot of eggs and like, gosh, that was tough. Uh, but yeah, now the term that you can use is like you're plant-based. So that kind of helps. Cause like, if I eat plant, like I'm 50, 50, so I'm plant-based. Sometimes I eat meat. Like I try to balance it out through the day, but like, again, I'm not a full vegan cause I want my honey. Um, I don't want to like, I mean, I have a good friend that does leather work. So like, why would I um, not want to support her? I think there's a time and a place. So that's the difference. Um, vegan, I want to say is more of a, a lifestyle, like a movement almost because you're not any, you are not doing any animal, insect, living thing. I don't even say living thing because plants are living things, but like you're not doing animal-based products. You even have to worry about like gelatin. Really? Stuff. Yeah. Like there's, um, I forgot like collagen, like all that comes from like bovine and, uh, yeah. So there's, there's some things that you really have to, like, if you're thinking about going vegan, you really have to say, Oh, you know, cause I, I have collagen every morning. Like I'm plant. So collagen peptides, like all of those collagen supplements are not vegan, are not vegan unless you get a plant-based collagen. Interesting which again, you start getting into that, like, okay, I don't want, I want less processed things, which you think, you know, when I was a vegetarian, I did, I, I ate a lot of fruit and vegetables and, but I grew up with a garden and gardening. So to me, it was like, not a weird switch, but like, you want to get away from more processed stuff. But if you go with a plant-based collagen, that's all synthesized. Oh, that's a (laughs) it's all man-made. So like you are getting heavily processed stuff if you're not careful. Um, so that's where you gotta, you know, we could, there's a whole world you can dive into. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I always say this to my clients is like, okay, like if we're trying to stay away from processed foods, like, unfortunately any protein powder is highly processed. Like that is not a natural thing. It's put together. (laughs) And like, I, I get it. It's great to have as like a supplement when you need to get more protein, but it's not to me. I'm like, I try not to have it every day. Definitely have been guilty of having it every day, but if I can avoid it, I will kind of thing. And I try to tell, tell people, um, whole proteins, you know, Mm -hmm. like a protein shake is great, but like, again, it's heavily processed, you know, unless you can fully trust the manufacturer, you don't know what's in it. And that goes to say with like, you know, plant-based, anything that is labeled plant-based, you gotta like, 
do your research a little bit on it. Like it might be heavily processed. It, there might be crap in it that we just don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it sounds healthy doesn't mean it is, (laughs) or sounds like it's vegan doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best for your body. Um, so yeah, there's some, there's some weird things. So speaking of whole proteins, what are some of those high protein vegan vegetarian foods that are kind of like your go-to? Cause this is like the biggest question that I've gotten from everybody who wants to know anything about plant-based. Like I incorporate a lot to this day. Um, but like chickpeas, those are so easy. Soybeans. Um, when I say soybeans, I mean like the edamame, like, so shelled edamame. Um, I throw those in salads. They're high protein. They're delicious. When I was a bodybuilder, I wasn't allowed to have them because they're soy. So they messed with your hormones. And when you're that lean, again, anything can tip off. When you're that chemically imbalanced, I think anything tip that off. Now I can have them and I don't feel anything. Like it's just great. <laughs> um, black beans, tofu. Now again, um, tempeh and tofu are, again, you're going to, they're processed, but they're still plant process. Like if, so if you look at the back of a tofu thing, it's going to tell you exactly what's in it. And it's not going to be a million words you can't say. Um, those are like my go-tos. Like I even have those in my pantry and fridge right now. I have tofu. Um, I have tempeh. Uh, I definitely have black beans and chickpeas. I throw those on salads. I love, I love a good chickpea on a salad. I don't know why, especially in the summertime with like cucumbers and stuff. So, um, you're, you're going to find sneaky ways to get your protein. But again, the key with being a vegan or vegetarian is knowing there's certain like amino acids that come from animal byproducts that you're not getting and you're going to have to supplement. So take a B6, take, you know, I shout out to Bomar. Their essentials um, is their BCAAs, but they have nine BCA. They have nine amino acids instead of the big three. Um, so normally companies go with the big threes for your for your BC your branch chain amino acids. Um, and people drink those. I mean, you know the whole spiel. Sometimes you don't need them, but like when I, I mean, lucky for you, I was a vegetarian, and then for three months I was a vegan. <laughs> I did that to fight the PCOS that they said that I had, (laughs) but I didn't, (laughs) I still liked it and I felt really good. But, um, during that time being a vegan, I was using the essentials drink because it had the branch chain amino acids that I wasn't getting. And again, I should check to see where they come from for the BCAAs. I want to say most BCAAs are... I mean, they're processed, so I don't think they come from anything. Um, Don't quote me on that. I have to check. I'm not totally sure either. I'm not totally sure either. And I probably should have checked when I was going like full vegan because I did. I I didn't have honey. I didn't have. You might have checked, but now it's just gone so far back in the in the memory. Oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, because that was that was like three, three years ago that I did that. I'm just going to believe that you already checked. Don't quote me on that. People listening. Um, cause I could have messed it up. It's all, it's almost like, you know, when people are like, I'm intermittent fasting and then they have coffee in the morning and they put right. in it and they're like, yep. I'm not going to eat until noon. And you're like, 
that oh cream. God. You just had like a hundred calories of fat. It's like your creamer though. <laughs> like, so it's one of those things. Okay. So anyway, so you went vegetarian 10 years or so leading up to your bodybuilding, you did bodybuilding. And then towards the end of your bodybuilding career, you added meats back in and, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but I do want to just follow up after that you went vegan because you were told that you had PCOS and that was one way to help mitigate some symptoms. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience aside from like checking everything? Besides checking everything, um, there are, there are just a lot more options available now than there ever was way back when I started. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. So like, it wasn't as difficult when I was in college and I was told, I think my sophomore year or junior year, um, I was having a lot of issues and I was having issues with eating too much protein. Actually, I was an athlete. They were just throwing protein at me all the time. Um, and it was heavily processed protein. So it was power bars and, um, just all sorts of stuff. And I was drinking a ton of milk, but you also like me grew up with those like really popular milk ads, like got milk and it was like in sync. And I was like, well, yeah, if, if Justin Timberlake's drinking milk, I'm drinking milk. Like, so I had this imbalance and I went to an acupuncturist when I was like a junior in college and she was just like, Hey, um, your kidneys are really screaming. And I was like, really? And she was like, that's why all this stuff is happening. She was like, just try to lower your protein intake and maybe try not doing so much dairy. And I said, okay. And my mama laughed because she was like, you have an iron will. Like, if you say you're not going to do something, you just don't do it. <laughs> and that's what I was with milk. I was just like, all right, fine. I'm not going to drink milk. But like when that started, the only thing available was soy milk. And like you had some of the weird um, like hemp milk and rice milk available, but they were so expensive because they were like in the specialty health food stores. So as a college kid, that wasn't like affordable money. Yeah, it wasn't. So I was drinking like a lot of soy milk and um, I just took out cheese from my diet, like simple things like that, um, which started the lactose thing. And then, yeah, seeing from like going from that to seeing like now what all is available that's marked vegan. Um, I mean, my favorite thing is to tell people I'm like, well, Oreos are vegan because Obviously Oreos are very highly processed, but there's literally no dairy in them. So they're safe. It's a safe never food. Realized that. Um, but a, wow. right? They're vegan. They're vegan. Um, so yeah, you can tell you can say people, people and cream and then just, <laughs> yeah, just eat a bunch of Oreos. They're vegan. So it's really, it wasn't that hard. I think the hardest thing for people when they think about going vegan or when they like assume going vegan is like giving up stuff you know they're like oh but you don't you miss cheese and I'm like cheese never was good to me so no I don't miss cheese I don't miss being sick um I don't miss being bloated and having digestion issues um so it's like that's the hardest yeah I don't think people realize like what those foods could be doing to them like depending if they have intolerance or not but I don't think they realize how bad they're affecting them until they remove it and then reintroduce it. And then it's like, whoa, major red flags and major flare up. And it's just like intense. And that's, I mean, well, and they also think that's proof in the pudding. I think 
<laughs> there was like this um, stigma with when I was a vegetarian, um, you know, aren't you worried when you eat meat, how your body's going to react? And I was like, no, I mean, not really. I mean, I'm not going to go out and eat like 10 pounds of chicken in one sitting, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> people were like, I had heard from other like vegetarians. They were like, yeah, I put a piece of chicken in my mouth and threw up immediately. And I was like, I really think it's a, it's a mental thing. And in that case, it could be a texture thing, but like, you can also say that about tofu. Tofu has a weird texture. So I think the biggest thing that I just remember like when I was vegan, it was just a mental shift. And I think a lot of things in the fitness and nutrition world are just making these mental shifts. Mm. So to me, I was like, okay, well, I'm a vegetarian, I'm a bodybuilder and I want to see if I can get my pro card. That just means I need to start adding chicken, you know? And cause I had already been eating some deer meat if I got venison. So I was like, it's not going to kill me, you know? So I didn't have any adverse side effects. I mean, I blew up as soon as I, I mean, <laughs> my muscles were like, whoa, where has this been? Yeah, I would love to dive into this bit because I think it's super interesting. So how did you start that? Like you said, you just said that you had deer and venison. Were those in like small quantities? Did you ever feel like yours? you were bloated or anything after eating it. Cause I feel like that's a common thing when like I had a friend recently come into town and she's a vegetarian or no, she's a vegan. And then she's like, well, when I travel and stuff, like I end up eating meat because sometimes that's the only thing available. But then she's like, when I do that, like I do feel my stomach is not happy with me. First of all, there's always options. There are so many options. I'm really trying not to judge, but when we trap, like that was the easy, I'm the easy person when we go eat somewhere, because I can always just say, Hey, can you make that dairy free? Like, can you just make sure there's no cheese? Like I'm the one that like, you know, if people want certain foods, I can usually eat around it. Same with traveling. Um, I think being a bodybuilder was harder on my traveling Mm. than being a vegetarian or a vegan, because I feel like there's, that is such a good point, but here's the thing it's like meal prep. You have to put in the effort. If you were going to be vegan, you have to, it's just like tracking. You have to like research like restaurants and you have to like start doing that and put thought into it. It's not just going to magically happen. It's not going to magically happen. Um, I have a good friend. She was a, she's been a vegetarian longer than I've known her. And we've been friends since high school. So she, before I met her in high school, she was a vegetarian and that was in 2005. So that was like in the early 2000s. And you know, there was hardly any options. There were some like tofurkey brand weird <laughs> things and she ate them. Um, I had a friend or my roommate in college had all of those. What was that brand? It would, they were all like frozen things. Um, O-R-N. No, there was like a frozen like veggie burger brand, but they did like all these different things. And like, that was what she ate because our dining hall didn't have quite a bit of options for her. Mm, Morning star. That's what it was. Morning star. Yeah. yeah. And they still have, I still buy that stuff. They still have some, but you got to be careful. Corn sometimes uses eggs. So wow. You have to like, (laughs) what assholes? I know. Right. Um, But they, they don't say that they're 
if it says vegetarian, that doesn't, sometimes that means that like dairy, like eggs are technically dairy. So like, right. Okay. You can, yeah. So it's kind of a weird thing. But they don't claim veganism. They claim vegetarian. They, they claim okay. plant-based. She's like, got it. Okay. Got to. I, I'll take back my, my bad word. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, but yeah. So my friend, I mean, she, she's now 35. So she's been, I mean, vegetarian pretty much. She said recently she's trying to go more vegan, um, which means she's doing less like honey. She used to bake a lot. So she would always have like some eggs and stuff like that and baked good. So she's really trying to step away from that, but she's also grown as an individual and she knows me. So like her nutrition has also changed. So, you know, before she was kind of, she, <laughs> she coined being a lazy vegetarian because French fries were vegetarian. You know, um, there wasn't back then there wasn't the options like there are now. So again, when you're traveling, it just takes a little bit of effort and I get it. Like sometimes when you travel and you're on vacation, you don't want to do it. You don't want to put in the effort, but if you're going to be true to it, you're going to look up restaurants. You're going to look up. Okay. Um, you know, just like bodybuilding, I used to be like, okay, does that, does that hotel room have a microwave? Like, right. Does it have a refrigerator (laughs) that you can go and get things that you need? And usually when we travel, I end up going and getting things that I need anyway, because I'm lactose intolerant. So it's like, Mm -hmm. we end up doing that whole thing anyway, when we travel. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of, there's more mindfulness that has to go into it and more effort that has to go into it because you do, you have to read things. You have to read the back of labels. You can't just, I mean, you can, if you're going to be a lazy vegetarian, you can jump into it and just buy anything that's labeled vegetarian, you know, and then not realize it's got some other stuff in it. There's like taco seasoning has eggs in it. Really? has egg powder. Mm -hmm. Never thought to look at that. Right. There's just things you don't think to look at. You're like, that's a bunch of spices, but there's also like, uh, there's some stuff in it that is like protein isolate that makes it mm-hmm. thicker so that your tacos are like that, like, I don't know, weird texture. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Very yeah, interesting. There's a lot of things that I never would think to look at anyway. So going back to the bodybuilding kind of phase back to meat eater carnivore style, what was that decision-making process like for you? Obviously you were vegetarian for so many years before that. Was it kind of like a, I just really want to get my pro card kind of thing. So I'm willing to do this thing. So, and we've talked about this before you get blinders. Yeah, for sure. And like, I believe your life goes through these chapters through different seasons and I had blinders on, I wanted a pro card. (laughs) Um, and I was willing to do anything at that point to accept drugs. Well, yeah. Put that little caveat in there. I wasn't going to do a bunch of drugs to get, achieve a look. And I do believe I achieved the look that I wanted without it. You just wanted to take it to the next level. And yeah, it was funny because like, um, I had no issues. Again, I think blinders on when you're starting to bodybuild and you're eating a certain way and you're used to it. Um, 
like I had intestinal issues going on that whole time and didn't realize really what was going on because again, you're working out forever. You're doing a bunch of cardio, you know, you're doing these things and then the end result ends up looking, you know, you just like, you're told to trust the process and then your end result is this. So there were days I was bloated and not feeling good. And so it could have been, was I taking too much pre-workout, taking creatine without enough water? <laughs> like there was other things at play than just eating. So many factors. Yeah. Yeah. So do I think there was like probably a little bit of an upset to the amount that I was eating? Probably. Like my body was probably like, whoa, but also you have to think like my body needed it. Like when you're cutting and then you, you have that, like that week after your show, your body is just taking in all the, anything you eat, it is just taking and using because you didn't have it before. You deprived it for so long. Yeah. Um, and again, you're eating crap too. So like, was I eating crap? Yes. Was I eating meat? Yes. Um, so I don't really, I can't tell you, you know, cause I, I did, I, I mean, I was constipated. Um, I had bloat one of my, one of my shows, man. Oh my gosh. Like it, anything I ate just puffed out my stomach and I was getting so lean that it was like just a little bit, I mean, it looked awful and it was painful. So but that was vegetarian or was that, that was, um, that was towards the end. So I definitely was eating a lot of foods, but like, I also think I had that chemical, like, I think everything was off. In Got my it. Body. Okay. Um, yeah. So I can't blame like, you can't pinpoint during it during that time. I can't blame meat. I can't blame anything, but my own stupidity, um, <laughs> my own crazy eating habits and crazy workout habits. So I would never blame that on vegetarian being, you know, being vegetarian than going to meat. But like you said, um, that decision wasn't hard for me that season in my life. I wanted a pro card. I wanted it bad. Um, I was like, fine, put meat on there. I'm going to start doing it. Um, I started with leaner meats. Sometimes that helps. So like chicken and Turkey, I didn't do like heavy, heavy red meats. I mean, I'll eat a burger now. Um, I'm totally fine, but, um, I, you know, it's just, like I said, seasons. And then when I went to the doctor and I was over overweight, I'm using air quotes there because BMI is, uh, antiquated, but you know, when you go to the doctor, sometimes your doctor's like, well, yeah, your BMI is like, and then you're like, yeah, it's like, Oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm five foot and I'm full of muscle. Look at me. That's what I was like. Do you not see? Like I almost had to turn sideways to get in here because my boulder shoulders. Yeah. So, um, I was overweight though. I did not feel good. I had, I mean, I was probably heaviest 155 ish somewhere around there, which being five foot, like that's a lot on your little tiny joints. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like put anybody in little boxes or anything like that, but like you just get to a point where like my, I have petite bones. Like my structure Mm -hmm. is not as big as like someone that is six foot, you know? So like, I had a lot of extra weight on there that I shouldn't have had. And I had fat around my gut. Like I still had huge arms, huge shoulders, but like, I looked like a bodybuilding man in their off season, you know? I doubt it. I mean, you probably felt like that, but <laughs> inside brain, brain was saying yeah. that. 
So I did, I needed to lose the weight and, uh, and I wanted to start a family so bad that like, you know, when I started doing research and, and it said, you know, Hey, plant-based can really help alleviate some of these symptoms. Um, I was like, you know what, I'll try it. I'll try anything at this point. Um, I had never had kimchi in my life and it said that it supports fertility and I was eating kimchi twice a day. I mean, and I like it now, which is weird. Cheryl, you and I are two peas in pod. When I found out about the HA stuff and like plant-based was not a recommendation at all because they're like, for me and my condition, they were saying, eat everything. Do not limit yourself. Like eat, 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 eat. So it was never like, don't do this um, or don't eat these foods. It was more like try all the foods and then like kimchi, anything that had natural like probiotics in it. Um, liver. I remember just all of these like kind of not popular foods and like things like, I don't know how to cook any of those things. And so, yeah, I'm with you where it was like, I'm just soaking in all the research and like trying as many things as possible. Cause I'm like, I just want this to work. I just want it to work. You just want to fix your body. And I think it is, I'm not against Western medicine. Like if I cut my arm off, please please. to a hospital, (laughs) you know, if I'm, you know, (laughs) like there are times where I'm like, please take me to a hospital, but like for things that like are gut issues and, um, uh, even like mental issues, like there were things that I wanted to fight without the medication. Now, do you, do you, if you need it, take it, you know, I, I had just gotten to a point where I didn't want to take a bunch of pills. So I didn't want to take a bunch of pills for, you know, anxiety. And then on top of it, have to take gut pills that could enter, like you have to really, your doctors have to communicate, but you have to be able to communicate to each one of your doctors and, you know, so like if you are taking one medication, it could mess with another one. Just like there's like, there's foods that mess with medications. I think it's like blood pressure medicine or cholesterol medicine that you're not supposed to eat like grapefruit with. You really have to watch yourself. And I didn't want to have to, I had just gotten done restricting so much that I didn't want to have to. Like you didn't want to jump from one box into another box. Right. And I was already kind of like, okay, I'm going to go vegan because of what they like they've said plant-based and vegan was just easier for me at that point that I wasn't going to start adding a whole bunch of other stuff to it. That was my thinking. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be doing a little more holistic things. I'm going to change the way I work out. Uh, I'm going to do the vegan thing. And it was more so like, okay, do I own anything that's real leather? Not really. Um, And I knew that like, I don't know. Have you ever like done this where you're like, okay, I'm going to try this diet trend. We're going to, we're going to just, this isn't an example, but I need to make it fit to me. (laughs) And it's almost like, um, in college I did paleo, but there was just certain things that weren't available. Sprouted food were not available to me in college. So like, I was like, all right, we're going to make an exception. And I think that's what I kind of did with going full vegan. I was like, okay, there's kind of some exceptions. Like I'm not going to worry about what my shoes are made out of, or, you know, all of this, I'm just going to start seeing like, okay, 
what am I putting into my body and how is it, how is it treating my body? I don't think there's anything wrong with that and making it fit you because like you can take it in steps. Like you don't have to put yourself into a box and be like, oh, I'm this thing. Like, no, I'm doing what works for me right now in this moment. And like, maybe later I can add more and like find out what my shoes are made of. But right now, like I'm starting with what's going into my body and later I'll worry about what's on the outside of my body. I think that's totally fine and okay. Like, I don't think you should beat yourself up about. Right. It's more manageable. Yeah. And I wasn't going to, I just knew like, I can't force my family to do that kind of stuff either. Just like now, like I make Mm -hmm. dinner, but like, you know, are there times I made, um, this was this past weekend, I made taco soup. Taco soup is one of my all-time favorite things to make when it's cold. Um, And here in Colorado, the weather dropped below 80. So we all decided that was sweater weather. Um, (laughs) I got the crock pot out. And normally what I love about the crock pot and taco soup, you can put anything in it. And I had a plant-based taco seasoning with a meat alternative in it. And it was kind of weird because it came in like, a package you keep in the pantry. So it was dehydrated and you have to, I didn't read the instructions. So first of all, read what you buy. <laughs> I just poured it into the crock pot thinking it would rehydrate on its own. Um, I really should have done the instructions and then add it. Like, so it said to like soak it for two minutes and then put it in the skillet and it like browns up and then you can add it. I did not read that. I opened it, smelled it, smelled like taco seasoning. I threw it in there and then read the back. And I was like, Hmm, it still ended up really good. So like, like I said, some of the alternatives that are out there now are so good. You don't even realize that they're not the real thing. Again, in the two thousands, soy milk was gross. (laughs) Like I got the very vanilla just because it was sweet, you know, and it didn't taste like butthole, you know? So things are just so much better now than they, they have been in the past. It is truly much, much easier. And then also, you know, if you want to try something, make it fit to yourself. Like, you know, like sometimes going paleo is really hard. Um, you have to, you know, you kind of have to make exceptions to your lifestyle. You can make it work, but like, you know, when paleo was first coming out, grass-fed beef was expensive. Um, and like right now, inflation, like things are expensive. You kind of have to m- make your choices where you can. Again, like I, 50-50, I'm plant-based. That's partially to save money on the groceries because chickpeas and black beans are easy um, and they're not that expensive. So, you know, again, if you're going to get into the more um, processed things, Like you can make your own black bean burger, but you can also buy it. Those are going to be a little more expensive. Um, Again, there's more prep time. There's more effort when you have to make things yourself. Um, I do think it tastes better, but like, I'm not going to knock any of those like impossible burgers are so good. Are they? I've never had them. I was going to ask you about that. Oh my gosh. The impossible brand is actually pretty spot on. Um, if we're on a road trip and we happen to like stop at a Burger King, I will get an impossible burger. It tastes pretty good. Good to know. So the brands that are out there right now, they're good and you can make things out of them. Um, they don't have to be terribly processed, but 
yeah, it's, it, to me, it just feels a lot more accessible. Like you can get things mm-hmm. now at the regular grocery store that you couldn't before. I'm curious, going back to the, the bodybuilding <laughs> stage, why didn't you just go pescatarian? Like, do you not like fish? Um, I'm not a huge fan of fish in general, but also it's a little more, um, the amount that I would have had to have eaten. That and, and I think we've kind of touched on this, like in the bodybuilding episode that we did, certain meats <laughs> tend to make your muscles look different. Absolutely, yeah. Like a, a white fish, like a cod, uh, tilapia, those are very lean versus like a salmon where you're going to get a really high fat content. My coach would have never given me salmon. Like that would have been just like too high of a fat content. He did say that I could do like cod or tilapia, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I did. Um, I would eat a little bit of tuna. I would eat a little bit of, I still, to this day, I mean, I'm not a, I would prefer cod, but like, if you get the good stuff, expensive you know like the prices are kind of just getting up there but again like I get it like the world's a different place and probably you know shipping in from Alaska cost way more than it used to I mm-hmm. guess I don't really know don't quote me on anything because I'm not in that industry but <laughs> uh, I'm just assuming to get the higher quality things and that's what I'm my diet basically is getting a little more higher quality versus quantity. Not saying I don't eat a lot because I still supplement with other things, but like meats, I want a higher quality meat. We got all of our vegetables from our garden this year, which was awesome. Um, but like you, I don't know if that's getting older or getting more health conscious, you know, or having the money available. You just start to think more along those lines. Um, in high school, I ate anything and everything in college. I still like, I had a budget and I was trying to be healthy on a budget and I still am trying to be healthy on a budget, which is why like I'll get canned beans. I, you know, that doesn't, that taco soup is like seven cans of canned products. Um, so it's cheaper, you know? So I just try to look where I can at getting higher quality things versus what I can get away with lower quality if that makes sense. Right. No, that makes tons of sense. I recently did a podcast episode about like 10 ways to save money on your grocery bill because prices are going crazy. And that's like one of the things I talked about is like cut corners where you can and quality is important, but sometimes like the difference between a frozen and a fresh is really not that different. You know, sometimes frozen is actually better. So yeah, it's just like learning where to kind of cut the corners, but on the flip side of quality, going back to quantity, I would like to kind of paint a picture kind of in our audience's heads about like what it looked like during your bodybuilding days and like how much protein you were trying to get at that time and like where those were coming from. So, um, let me see. Gosh, I feel like that was forever ago. (laughs) So in the morning I would have eggs and egg whites with like some kind of veggie that I would throw in there. Um, So 
spinach, any, any kind of veggies. Um, and actually they were usually frozen veggies cause you can throw those in a pan and then throw your eggs on top of them and like perfect. And then oats, I supplemented with a protein shake. That was one thing that I was, um, like, I don't want to say I bent the rules on because like it's a processed protein drink, but I also tried a lot of vegan proteins at that point too, because I realized that there was dairy snuck into them. Um, and I, my coach knew I couldn't do dairy and I did, um, lactose free cottage cheese. I found a brand, the lactate brand has one of those. So I'd have that in the morning with the eggs and veggies and oats and then a protein shake. And then gosh, I would have like two cups of veggies. Here's the thing that was kind of crazy. He let me do meat alternatives. So I would do corn or those kinds of things and weigh it like it would be chicken. And then like knowing what I know now about macros, those don't add up. So how I got show, how I got show ready on a vegetarian diet, I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> Cause I'm like thinking about it now. And I'm like, I just use meat alternatives for lunch and dinner. And then sometimes if I got tired of that, I would do eggs. So like a lot of the times my protein sources were either those meat alternatives or eggs. And I would do like the, the meat crumbles, um, nothing crazy. Like, and what people don't understand when you're plant-based, your carbs are going to naturally be higher. And we kind of sat down, um, after my show, um, not my coach, but, um, he's very old school. So like he wanted me to eat meat. I had friends that were like, you don't have to eat meat. Like if you don't want to. And we thought about it and it's like, you know, your pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's your body adapts to what it's doing and what you're feeding it. And I think at that time, because I had been a vegetarian and on a high carb diet, like I was always pretty, um, athletic looking, um, by no means I didn't look like a bodybuilder, but I was always athletic looking. I was never like overweight, you know, so the carbs I was getting must've not been these like bad processed carbs that we talk about. Um, mm. so yeah, I think your body just adapts. So my body also changed when I then replaced meat alternatives that were a little higher carb with no carb, like, you know, chicken. So do you think you were eating more protein when you started eating meat? Yes, I think I was eating more protein when I was eating real meat than I did when I, because I was tiny and I think, I mean, I was big, but I was small, like a jumbo shrimp. <laughs> yeah. I'm a jumbo shrimp. Um, I looked fuller and bigger when I had meat, but I think it was because my protein upped like literally. Um, and m my coach just didn't know. He was just, he was like, okay, you don't want to eat meat, mm -hmm. eat your meat alternatives. That's fine. Um, I think that was something that was relatively new when I started anyway. So he didn't realize, I think that they were higher carb and that I was running higher carb, um, and shredding on higher carb. But again, now that I'm in a place where I'm not bodybuilding and not working out like that and not doing that stuff, you know, your body adapts to what you're feeding it and what you're doing. Um, and mm -hmm. the types, you know, there's so much. There's so many variables when you're talking a whole fitness program and what you're trying to do. So 
I will say, I think I got way more protein when I started eating meat and it was the same meal plan. I just started doing replaced it. Yeah. I just replaced the protein source that he would say, like he, he would be like, you know, whatever you want to do, your protein source. Um, and I did, man, I ate a lot of eggs. I just, I probably smelled like, you know, you smell like eggs. bad BO. <laughs> I smell like eggs all the time. Yeah. That no, was- but seriously, like that is super amazing to hear because part of me wants to like throw a ballpark number of protein out there, just like guessing at like what you were probably eating while vegetarian versus while um, not vegetarian. Like, I don't know what to say, uh, carnivore, but for you to be able to have that level of success with not that much protein and still eating a high amount of carbs and like achieving what you achieved is amazing and incredible. And just goes to show that you can eat plant-based and still have results. You just have to be consistent. Oh, a hundred percent. The other thing I want to point out is that as a petite, most of us don't need high amounts of protein. Like you're like, for me, my protein really never goes anywhere above 150. Like I've never eaten more than that in a day. Oh, I don't think I've ever eaten. And so to me, I'm like a petite woman would have a much easier time being plant-based and meeting her protein needs versus a 200 pound bodybuilder. And so to me, that's where like my friend in the beginning, like I said, like he was a carnivore, then switched to vegan and had a lot of success with bodybuilding. But to me, I'm like, but you ate meat before and built up that muscle and had that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you can't really claim that, but fine. You do you. But at the same time, like to me, I looked at him and I'm like, you like, how is this possible kind of thing? But to me, like seeing you, I'm like, I get it. Cause as a petite, you don't need that much protein. So what you are getting is possible or more possible than someone else. That's yeah. I was never the healthiest as a bodybuilder. Nobody was, nobody is. (laughs) Nobody was. It's a meal plan. And yes, you're getting your macros you're not necessarily worried about micros. Then like when you start feeling bad, you supplement with a processed supplement. You know, you, you take your vitamins, you, you know, take BCAAs, you, you start putting band-aids on top of your nutrition. So I think I probably had a, just a different look on the the vegetarian side before I was a bodybuilder, because then when I was a bodybuilder, it was all about getting lean and I would do whatever, you know? So it wasn't like I was healthy per se. I think when I went vegan and really had a coach and I had someone saying like, you can eat that. Like that's when I got healthier. That was when that other mental shift happened. And then I did. I mean, when I went vegan, I dropped 11 pounds. Like you got to think when you're cutting out entire things, you know, it's almost like any diet will work for a certain amount of time because you got to think what you're taking out. And I think 
I took out a lot of the processed crap that I had been eating because I was so restricted. And then I like kind of went off the walls Mm -hmm. and then they were like, you need to rein it in girl. Um, (laughs) and I went vegan. It kind of gave me more of a, like I needed to, and I get some people aren't like this. I needed to immerse myself in it. So I wanted, I wanted to know what vegetable would help me more, which is why I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll eat kimchi. Um, (laughs) I was like, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, now I like it. Like I used to put it on sandwiches, but like, and I get not everybody is like that. So, but that's what I started diving into when I was a vegan on that. Uh, I, I would say upswing from bodybuilding. So like, you know, I definitely had a peak in bodybuilding and then like I got low and got pretty low. Um, not weight wise. I just was mentally low. And then I made a shift and that helped, you know, so there was multiple things that helped, but like I did, I dropped 11 pounds. Um, and I felt better. My energy was back. Now, again, was it not eating meat? I don't know because I also like, I mean, I was eating more whole vegetables. I was eating more greens. I felt so much better. I was working out different. Um, I wasn't doing hours of cardio, like, you know, so I, and that mental pressure, I didn't have the mental pressure of, I need a pro card. It's going to help me grow a business. It's going to do this. And I need all the validation. Like I had dropped all of that. Right. So there were a lot of factors that could contribute that you can't pinpoint whether it was the plant-based eating or not, but that pivot regardless of what you did worked. And so you have this respect for plant-based eating. I do. And that's why I still do it today. And I still think it's weird. It's just more of a, again, it, that mental shift, new chapter um, to me, like, yes. Do I still think we have issues in the industry? Yes. Like, you know, there's still things that we could do better for our food sources. And, you know, do I think going green is the answer? No. Um, I think it's a drop in the bucket, but I now like that I can teach Isla about the garden and like what things come in. So it's the shift of, you know, I have to treat my body better because I want her to learn to treat her body better. And when you do that, you have the energy, you have all this stuff that you can do that you can feel. I don't want her to think it's also, I guess, breaking those generational things. Cause like, I don't know about you. When I was growing up, we had meat and potatoes. Like my grandma had a garden we did, we definitely ate things from the garden, but we also, it was like, I don't know, shifted in seasons, you know? So like in the wintertime, when we didn't have those fresh vegetables, we had canned vegetables and we had different things. Um, and we definitely ate a lot more pot roast and, um, things that like, I don't really necessarily cook now for Isla. Um, but like, I don't know, just to see the, the changes. I think there was a phase of like easy, quick cooking that like we grew up with that, like all the recipes I can remember that my mom made that like, I love today because they're nostalgic, but thinking back, those were not the healthiest things. Where the hell was the vegetable with that meal? But like, I feel like there was a phase where it was like quick and easy, quick and easy, quick and easy. And now we're more aware of, okay, there's other things that we need to have with this. If we're going to have this, we're more aware Mm health-wise, you know? Um, and that goes to say like with BMI, 
it was, you know, in the forties and it was made for, you know, women wearing heels and high-waisted skirts, like, mm-hmm. and men wearing a slight heel. Um, like that was the style back then. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's changed. And there was, um, I do remember we've had some meals that like did not have any veggies um, that were quick and easy. And there's nothing wrong with quick and easy. I just think now as a society, we're a little more aware of um, the health benefits of food. I mean, I had a client come to me and she was like, that's just not how I was raised. I don't know what a healthy meal looks like. I don't know what that means. And that's okay. But now it's time to and learn. It's okay. And it's totally okay. And I was like, I had a Mountain Dew. I, I lived on Mountain Dews when I was a kid. Like Mountain Dew and Cheez-Its. Right? Like, <laughs> and my parents still eat Cheez-Its with their chili. Like, I mean, that's just a thing. With chili? Oh, that was like Fritos for us. Right. Oh, we did Fritos too. And do you remember like when you would make a taco in a bag, like a walking taco? Did you ever do that? No. Oh my gosh. You got to do that now. Like, oh my gosh. You get those little bags of Fritos and you put your taco meat in there and then you can put like tomatoes and your lettuce and your, like, if you're, you know, I do not dairy sour. Like nachos on Fritos? Pretty much. And it's called a walking taco. I've never heard of that. That sounds amazing. You used to do that for, (laughs) um, for like, like games and stuff like, like, so football games okay. and things like that. So, um, there's definitely Pinterest that thing, like, that's a nostalgia thing for me, um, is like a walking taco. But again, we do, we did, we grew up on some quick and easy things and we have to make a little shift if we can. Um, and like with her, I just said, okay, like you don't have to have all these rules, but I want you to look at a plate And I want you to break it into three things. And I want there to be a carb, a protein, and a fat source. But I also want there to be vegetables within the carbs. So like when you think of a carb, you can have potatoes, but like slap in some squash and some zucchini and, you know, some peppers and things like that. And I told her, like, I want you to create three of these fake plates for me and send them to me. Um, And that was like breaking it down you know? Um, and that's an easy way to even think about if you're going to go vegan, okay, how do I need to break up my plate? And you have to know that a lot of plant-based sources are going to be a little more higher carb and you're going to have to supplement the protein differently. Totally makes sense. Now, speaking of like the pivot, how did you deal with some of the negative responses that you might get from friends or family, like while going vegetarian or vegan? Oh man. Um, speaking of like generational things now, my mom and dad, I like, I love to say they're like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Um, (laughs) like I just love them. They are, they have never like, if you didn't want to eat it fine, like they've never been like that. Um, just like, you know, one day I saw people doing martial arts across the way from my parent, my mom's work. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be Xena. And my mom was like, go for it. So like close family to me never said anything. Now, when I was bodybuilding, they said the most because they just wanted to feed me. Like you just look so starved (laughs) when you're bodybuilding and that Skeletor face. So that was probably the hardest thing for them. But being a vegetarian, my mom was like, okay, that's fine. But she'd already kind of dealt with me being like, I'm not doing dairy anymore. And then realizing, wow, dairy makes her really sick. Mm -hmm. But 
did I have some other, um, you know, like within my relationship, his family, they did not understand, but that was like, I, I knew from generation wise that they weren't going to understand. Like, you know, they grew up with like, I don't know, just a different way of eating. Um, it was a different mm-hmm. area. Like you have to think about like where you're based as well. Um, I like to say my family's a little more Southern and they're, they're still in Kentucky, but like they're more Southern. Um, his family was still like, it was Northern Kentucky, but then you're getting into Ohio territory and like up, which to me is more Northern. Um, so their foods were more German and Northern. So you get into a, a different aspect of even eating. So when I showed up and they mm-hmm. met me, I was eating meat. And then it was like a year or two later, I wasn't. So like for them, that shift was really weird. Um, to this day, it's still like, you'll get the comment. She just eats really healthy. Um, and it's in that tone, you know, you're like, I hate that. Um, and I did, I, I was a vegetarian for seven years and I kid you not, like I would get the comment, are you going to try the Turkey this year? And I'm like, I'm going to pass on the turkey because I can eat everything else that doesn't have cheese, you know, but in their head, they were like, why would you, if you can't have cheese, why would you limit that? You know, it's still kind of a hard concept to this day. Um, like I don't expect them to remember that I have a, like a a dairy thing. Um, and I don't expect when I was a vegetarian, I didn't expect people to feed me my protein sources. You know, if we were going somewhere, I would always bring a plate or not bring my own, like I would bring a dish that I could share with everyone to kind of introduce them to what I was doing. And like, I knew if I was going home, home, my mom would just, she would do whatever. Um, you know, I did, I had that terrible Thanksgiving where it was just kind of a slap in the face. Um, are you going to try like the tone? Are you going to try the turkey this year? And I was like, well, no, I haven't eaten turkey in five years. Like I haven't eaten meat in five years. So why would I try the turkey? And then I get to my parents and I'm like, (laughs) I'm kind of like defeated a little bit because I just, you feel misunderstood. You feel a little unheard. Mm -hmm. And when you're at it for that long, like the first year, you know, yeah, I get it. Like you don't realize I'm not eating meat. That's fine. After five years, I'm not, I'm not eating meat. It's not a trend anymore. Like, it's not like a, not a phase, you know, after seven years, I was just like, man, I just feel so defeated. Like, would you say anything back or would you like try to teach or would you just be like, this is not going to happen. I'm just going to let it go and not say anything. Yeah. I very much just let it go. Um, I wish my 35 year, I'm almost 35. So my 35 year old self right now would scream at my 20 something (laughs) self to stand up for yourself, you know, um, because it's not stupid. What I was doing was not stupid. And just because somebody doesn't understand it, doesn't mean you let them walk on you. Doesn't mean you let them walk on your beliefs or what you're trying to do. You teach like, so now I would prefer to Like I do let a lot roll off my back and I I laugh a lot. Um, I realize there's an age range and a generation thing, you know? So do I try to bring my own stuff? Yes. And I try to teach now, but that took a long time. And it took 
going through bodybuilding even because I would kind of deflate and feel defeated with bodybuilding comments um, from friends and family. So it was like, you kind of have to learn to have a tougher skin. And I had a pretty tough skin because martial arts was not like easy by any means. Um, But like, it's a different, it's a, because they're commenting on your body Mm -hmm. and they're commenting on what you're eating. It's like a different skin that you get tough. Now I, I would let it roll off because I'd be like, yeah, you don't understand, but let me make you something that you might like. I'm not going to usually like if I'm cooking something, um, and it has something plant-based in it, I won't say anything and I'll just see if anybody questions it. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I don't do that to strangers that I don't know. They're like food allergies, <laughs> obviously. Um, I'm very into the food allergy thing. Are you too. cooking you know, for you strangers? <laughs> I'm not cooking for strangers either. Like, no way. Um, <laughs> Jess has got a whole homeless population outside her house right now. <laughs> I'm just feeding them whatever. No. Um, yeah, it's weird. The shift though. And especially after bodybuilding and after learning that like, I needed a certain validation and then going through therapy and realizing you don't need that validation. Like I would literally look at my 26 year old self and be like, stand up for yourself. Like, don't say that. Like, you know, maybe not be aggressive about your standing up. Like I'm not saying punch him in the face every time he offers you meat, but like maybe teach like, Hey, yeah, no, I'm not going to do the Turkey, but like, I have this alternative I'm going to eat because it's this, this, and this, and it helps lower your cholesterol and it helps, you know, I would be more, I think I'm just more open-minded. You know, I think again, when I was younger, I, I would do something and I would have the blinders on and I'm like, no, you know, um, now I think I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You're an old man and you grew up on pot roast and steak and you, you grew up on steak and potatoes. And I, you know, like you kind of start to learn those people and those energies and you start to learn like that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I think you like pick your response based on who your person. I did. When I was younger, I would feel a little weird and you'd feel out of place. My mom said something about my tattoos that kind of goes with when I decided to be a vegetarian and a bodybuilder you know, she was like, you didn't get your tattoos to have people give you their opinion. Mm -hmm. And I use that when like, I, I, that's like a motto, you know? So yeah, you can see my tattoos, but I didn't ask for your opinion just because I have them and you can see them. So it's the same with like, um, I think about that now, like when I'm plant-based and I get questioned, you know, a lot of times I'm like, I didn't ask for your opinion. (laughs) Um, it's just that growing, you know, you, you learn that when you grow. Yeah. I love that. I want to meet your mom now. Oh my gosh. My she mom, sounds like she's a, she is a little, her nickname is Chuck Norris. If that gives you any idea. Of now I understand where you get it from. I didn't only strive for that, like Chuck Norris <laughs> status that my mom has reached. No, seriously. I want to come on a family vacation with you. Yes. She's a blast. And it was just funny because she did. She said that to me. And then like, I remember bodybuilding, like we went to, um, they live out in the country and we went to the grocery store and, and, and a whole nother episode, fat shaming versus fit shaming. I was fit shamed by an overweight person. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not worried about just passing out right now because my heart's giving out. 
like, and I'm getting fit shamed. And, you know, so before it was tattoos. And then my mom was like, you know, with bodybuilding, she was like, you, you didn't do this to ask for other people's opinion. Like you're doing it for you. And the same with, you know, I told her, I was like, mom, I'm not healthy right now. I'm going to be a vegan. And she was like, okay, like, do you? So yeah, you just kind of have to let it roll off. But there was a time where I didn't and took it all in. I've got plenty of fit shaming stories as well. And I think that'd be a fantastic next episode. Right. It should, it, it's not talked about enough. No, it is not. Somebody smoking a cigarette. You're not like, ew, don't do that. It's so bad. And your teeth are so nasty, but then like, it's okay for, you know, a man on the internet to, to tell some woman that she's got too much muscle. Like, Oh shit, girl, I'm already getting fired up with like all these ideas that we need to do. So we are going to end this episode here (laughs) before I get into the, the meaty bits. Speaking of veganism. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for your time today and sharing your experience of being vegetarian vegan. Um, Is there anything you want to leave the audience with about if maybe they want to try going plant-based and like what your advice might be? Um, my biggest advice would be make it fit for you. <laughs> like, you know, don't don't put yourself in a box. Do it your way. Yeah, do it your way. Um, one thing that I like to do when I went vegan, um, to kind of introduce it to my partner, to introduce it to my family, I would pick one night a week where I would make a vegan recipe and it turns it into fun because you're doing something different. And I even do that now with plant-based stuff. You know, I'm like, we're going to introduce a new recipe. And that actually, like, it kind of helps refresh your brain. Like, I don't know if you ever get stuck in those like Mm -hmm. meal prep nightmares where like, oh my God, all I eat is chicken. All I eat is broccoli and chicken. And it's like to get out of that rut, do one night a week or one day a week where you're like, I'm going to be vegan for one day. And that's easy. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's an easier chunk. I kind of did it the hard way when I was a vegetarian. Like I watched that movie. I cried and decided the next day I wasn't going to eat meat, you know? So, and there's so much out there now. So just remember, if you want to start, there's so many resources. There's so much out there to try. Um, so many people are cooking now vegan and it's like trendy and it looks all good. Some of the stuff isn't vegan, but you know, you can always like, they always have stuff where they turn it. So there's always people that you can find recipes and do a recipe a night, do a snack, like a vegan snack. And again, let it roll off. If they say something stupid, (laughs) you know, live by that motto. You, you didn't get tattoos for their opinion. You know, so you didn't go vegan for their opinion. You know, you did it for you and just stay true to that. But yeah, if people have questions and they want to, I should start posting more recipes. In honor of this episode coming up, I made a plant-based recipe this week to get myself out of my own rut because I was like, well, I eat chicken every week. I'm not going to do chicken this week. So I did a tempeh recipe. That's awesome. I wasn't necessarily looking for a vegan versus vegetarian or anything. I was just kind of like, I saw the tempeh at the store and I'm like, I haven't had this in a while. I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to try something different. So I was like on Pinterest finding a recipe and I found this teriyaki tempeh recipe kind of thing. And I paired it with rice and broccoli and like 
I know that sounds pretty boring and simple, but it was amazing. And now I realize that it's not vegan because it has honey in it. So I can't claim that it's a vegan, but it is plant-based. So there's that. You can always say plant-based. Always. I think people need to realize like food is fuel. It's not Mm -hmm. like it. I don't know. There's other ways to be healthy. So you don't have to follow something strictly, you know, to a thing, unless you want to do, you know, um, if you want to be part of the movement and you have this, this, you know, whatever inside this drive inside to make an impact, then, you know, vegan would be the way to go and you have different reasons for it, but yeah. Um, food is fuel and then just have fun with it. Like, you know, there's just have fun with it. That's it. That's where it ends. Again, read, read the instructions. (laughs) I learned it. It literally like my taco soup looked like, um, you know, those like fried onions that you put on like a green bean casserole. Yeah. So they like, I dumped it in the crock pot and like put the lid on, like I stirred it and then put the lid on and just left. Cause I was like, they'll rehydrate. They'll do its thing. And it looked like I dumped a whole bag of fried onions on the top. Like read the instructions, just, you know, whatever you do, read the instructions. You do have to share that recipe with me though. The taco soup. Maybe we'll put it in the, the fun size fitness app. Oh yes. Have it exclusive. Yes. Because I have two soup recipes and both actually are vegan. So that'll be fun if you want to try it. Now you can make one not vegan if you want. Um, but I, I use vegan cream cheese for, um, butternut squash soup and I just Mm -hmm. grew a bunch of butternuts. So I'm going to be all up in the, and I found a pumpkin soup. Oh man, I have like all these, uh, it's just soup season. I want it to not be nice. Soup season. That's the new hashtag soup season soup season. Oh my gosh. We need to make it a movement soup season. I did For post sure. crock pot. What did I say? Um, something about crock pot bitches. Um, that's going to be another movement. We're just about witches. Yeah. Crock pot, witches. if I ever write a book, that'll be what it is. Crock pot, witches. hell yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took away something valuable from it and are able to make decisions about your own nutrition based on what you feel is right for you. Me personally, well, you could probably gather that I'm not necessarily pro going vegan or vegetarian and that's solely because I truly enjoy the taste and texture of meat and I couldn't imagine living without it. And I also know eating meat is more conducive to my goals of building and retaining muscle because I just know my body needs those naturally occurring aminos of the animal products in order to reach that goal. However, I'm not against being vegan or vegetarian either. I think there's so much benefit of being plant-based and prioritizing veggies and naturally occurring non-animal product foods. And the funny thing is, even though I don't come off or advertise myself as being plant-based, I technically am because I do prioritize eating a bunch of veggies. So essentially what I'm getting at here is that you don't need to put yourself in the vegan box or the vegetarian box or the pescatarian box if you want to eat more plant-based. Just like you don't need to put yourself in the bodybuilding box if you want to build and sculpt your body. You can do all of those things without putting a label on it. It's called doing things your way and know that you have full permission to do that. 
Just do your research and if you do decide to avoid certain food groups, make sure to supplement as necessary. Make sure you are getting those important nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that you might not be getting elsewhere. And like I said earlier in the episode, I think that if there were any demographic that could easily meet their protein requirement while being vegan or vegetarian, I think that's petite women because as a general whole, we require less protein. So there's another short girl perk for you. If you have any follow-up questions for Jess, shoot her a DM on Instagram at fitness underscore funsized, or if you have questions for me, I'm at funsized.nutrition. Thanks again for listening. And as always, I'll catch you in the next episode. 